one of the worst things to happen in the history of time was the swing revival. I'm sorry. I can get behind a it's, lot of dumb yeah. shit. The swing revival, which literally consisted of Zoot Suit Riot, Riot, and um, what was that other song that was popular from the swing revival? Um, Hell by Squirrel Yeah, how does that go? How does that go? Yeah, that like that. You're not even listening to me. I just made No, because I'm trying to find who did this song. I wasn't even doing a song. I just went, and you were like, oh, yeah. But that's kind of how it sounds, actually. So I wasn't wrong. How does it? But I don't. I can't quite remember the song entirely. In the afterlife, you will be headed for. I just kind of go like what I did. You will be headed for the series, right? That the swing revival. Fuck the swing revival. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy did a cover of Mr. Heat Miser that's very good. What was Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? Why are they all daddies? I don't know. There's a lot of daddies hep in daddies. the swing revival. What was the Big Bad <laughs> Cool Cats and Hep, hep Daddy? Daddies. Cool Cats and Hep Daddies. That's going to be our swing band. <laughs> what was their song? Um. Wow, it's not something that comes up under their most popular songs, surprisingly. In the afterlife, you will be headed for the serious strife. If I have to pick one of those songs, that one is better than, than fucking um, uh, Zoot Suit Riot. Throw back a bottle of beer. Zoot Suit. You did have You and Me and The Bottle Makes Three. Was I remember that Voodoo song. Daddy. I remember that song. But that wasn't their single that I heard. It was something else. No, that was, the, that was a single because I remember that one. Yeah, and I had no time for the swing revival. I was too busy mm-hmm. listening to ska, which is much different. <laughs> so different. These are the lyrics: Zoot Suit Riot, throw back a bottle of beer. Zoot Suit Riot, run a comb through your coal dark hair. What the <laughs> fuck, you? I hate the fifties. Did Did I ever talk about Frank Sinatra on this podcast? Yes, you have. I remember. I can't hear. Sorry, it's a long intro. What's this? One bourbon, one scotch, one beer? This is Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. What song is it? It's called Big and Bad. No, but the song like... is three, one bourbon, one shot, one beer. What did you, what was it? What did you call it? Three, three. <laughs> you and me in the bottle makes three, but that's an older one. There's one that was from like 1999 that was. No, I remember you and me in the bottle makes three, three dead. That's, three a, that's from their 94 album though. So like, what were their singles? What was, who was in Swingers? One of those bands was in Swingers. I think it was oh. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Yeah, that might be right. The Swing Revival. One of the most pointless, stupid revivals. Did I tell you? Oh, yeah. It was just you and me and the Bottle Makes Three. They just didn't get released until 98, even though it was on an album from 94. Because I think what happened was they were in Swingers, and then they were like, oh, put the the song out again. The Swing Revival. I really do like a lot of ska bands like Hepcat and the Slackers, which are probably the same thing, but they weren't like actively being a part of the Swing Revival. Yeah. The 50s can go suck a fucking donkey dick. <laughs> I hate the 50s. You know what else I hate while we're here? We're talking about the 50s. Sure, I love hearing things you hate because it's not a lot of things. I hate a Christmas story. The fucking I do too. I hate that fucking movie. I do too. I'm so that makes me so happy to hear you say that. It sucks. It celebrates a time in this history, in America's history, that is bleak and fucking racist. And mm-hmm. it's like that movie, like everyone who likes that movie, who like fucking loves that movie so much, 
white assholes all they love the part when they go to the Chinese restaurant and and they like sing the fucking fa la 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 song. That's that's the fucking people who like this movie. I hate that movie. It's about guns. Mm-hmm. The kid gives a good performance. I will say he's he's good in it. It was not one that we ever watched much as a kid because my mom also hated it. She was like, that's a terrible movie. You're not watching that. And so we didn't watch it really. And then I saw it and I was like, it's not that good. Um, we also it. didn't watch the National Lampoons oh, I ever. I do. I, that. you know, just, just saying like, I, I saw, saw that in the movie theater. Party. Wow. With my dad. I saw it in the movies and then yeah. I watched it every year. I watched it last night. As a matter of fact, funnily mm-hmm. enough. You know what would make you know what I saw in movie theaters? Prancer. Um, Prancer. I was gonna guess Prancer. I like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation a lot, but you know what would make it better though? What? Songs from the swing revival. They had managed to get some of the (laughs) songs from the classic swing revival of the ten years later. Uh, maybe it would have done better. I have like one friend who I met like ten years after that who was still into swing dancing. Who is swing why? How did this become everyone was so fucking bored? Or yeah. like there was just everyone needed to try everything. Mm-hmm. How did this become a thing? I'm baffled by it. I'm f- literally just completely flabbergasted by how in the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. people took up swing dancing because of a band called the Cherry Popping Daddies. Yeah, which I had to say as a 12 year old out loud a lot. To my own parents. Roller comb through your cold dark hair. The cherry popping fucking. You know those songs come on lithium. Yeah. My parents. Put... My parents were okay with it though. You saying cherry popping daddies? Uh, apparently, I might own that album. Oh, um, you do. I love it. I hope you can find it and listen to it all day long. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. You wanted the best. You got the best, motherfuckers. It's your old pal. Ho, 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 ho. I thought it might be Frank Sinatra Santa for a second Claus. there, and I was worried. It's Santa Claus. You knew it's the last episode before the Christmas season. In fact, it's gonna. this episode will drop, as the kids say. I learned that from a commercial on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I saw that on a commercial. I you Apple... didn't have cable up there. We do. Santa. Oh, I heard you were talking to Hermie last week. Ho, 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 mm-hmm. ho. Telling tales out of school, that little rapscallion. I'm going to have to give him what for after the Christmas holiday. And you don't know what that means. Ho, ho, I don't. Ho, ho, ho. It's nothing dirty. I'm just going to yell at him and tell him he's fired. And then I'll say, and he'll say, you can't fire me. I am a dentist and I don't work for you. And I'll go, oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. That's it. It's a thing. We do it all the time. Oh, 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 oh. We do have cable. I have cable. The problem is I, I get all the cable. It's my house. I get it all. I siphon it in here and nobody else gets to see it. It's fine. I'm a dictator. <laughs> Just kidding. How the fuck are you doing, Rachel? It's so good to see you. I love coming back on the show once a year. To see all the nice broom heads and the naughty dope monkeys. I appreciate that you took the time out when you had a very busy schedule right now. 
The misconception is that I'm busy. I don't really do anything. I just do something <laughs> one day a year, and it is. And people are. This is the thing. Let me let me tell you something, Rach. I'm going to give you a little inside scoop. This is the big thing. All the people who are like trying to say, you know, Santa's not real. He's not. How could he deliver all the presents in one night? How does he have the time? And he's all the different time zones and the this and the that. I enlist the help of moms and dads. And then I'm also fucking magic. I'm fucking magic. I can do whatever I want. I go wherever I want, whenever I want. So here's the thing. I can drop the presents anytime I need to. And then I go like this. You can't see what I'm doing. I'm I'm wriggling my ears. Is that what you would call it? Wiggling? Wiggling my ears. And then they come out of the crevices and they go under the trees. So I drop the presents whenever. Anytime I'm in the neighborhood, which isn't, you know, if I'm in the neighborhood, I drop a couple of presents. I put them in the crevices of the house and then I wriggle my ear. What did you wriggle? Wiggle. Wiggle. I rob wriggle my ears. Do you remember, remember <laughs> Rob Wriggle? Yes. Do you remember from Saturday Night Live? Rob Wriggle? Yes, yes Rob Wriggle. I rob wriggle my ears and the <laughs> packages dance out of the crevices and under the tree. It's a simple fact. Don't listen to all this bullshit. How could he do it in one night? How could he possibly get everywhere? Oh my goodness. Oh, pearls. Clutching pearls, Rachel. Clutching pearls. But it's been a weird holiday season, hasn't it, Rachel? Oh, yeah. Very weird. How have you been doing? Have you been naughty or have you been nice? Either way, I'm going to give you a present. <laughs> that sounds a little creepy. It sounds a little cherry popping. No, 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 no. You said that, that <laughs> the same thing about giving Hermie the business. It's not. It's just the way my voice is. Okay. My okay. voice goes up and down in a creepy fashion. I can't really help it in any way whatsoever. <laughs> so have you been? Um, what do you think? You've been naughty or have you been nice? pretty good otherwise though i know you've been good here's the thing i give presents to everybody i give presents to everybody except for one person there's only one person i know who you think i'm gonna say you think i'm gonna say donald trump but i actually do give him a present i usually do it's a piece something bad like not good like Mm -hmm. i give him a single sock but i have to give him something you know i Mm -hmm. give him like uh, a gift card to mcdonald's for three dollars who cares you know maybe i should give it to Mm -hmm. him for a hundred dollars and clog up his arteries a little bit more but i don't give a present to one person on earth can you guess who it is my first guess was Joe Manchin. Eric Bogosian. Do you know the, the, the actor and playwright Eric Bogosian? No, I, I don't. Did. He was also the bad guy in uh, Under Siege 2. He played the bad guy in the movie Under Siege 2. He's in Oliver Stone's talk radio. Eric Bogosian. He doesn't okay. get a present. He pissed me off once. I don't remember why, but he doesn't get one. <laughs> Joe Manchin gets a present, usually a boat. I give him a full boat. Have I? Should I not be? Am I paying wrong attention? I think you're paying the wrong oh, attention to him. Oh, I got to check him out. I got to check that list twice. I say it in the song. He's making a list and he's checking it twice, but I don't know when he's checking twice. I've got a lot going on. If you gave him coal, you might make him think that people are still using it. Yes, I don't want to do that. He's a He is a piece of shit, right? Yeah. He's the president? I saw a clip recently when Charlemagne the God was interviewing Kamala Harris, and he said, 
uh, who's the president, Joe Manchin or Joe Biden? And she did not like that. She got very upset. But I thought it was a valid question. Interesting mm-hmm. question. A man who is who uh, who governs like not even half a million people in his state of West Virginia somehow is holds the balls of democracy in his hands. What can you do? Ho, 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 happy holidays. Thanks, Santa. Did you send me a Christmas list this year? Did you send me a message in the mail asking me for something like maybe, oh, I don't know, were you looking for a pair of hiking boots, perhaps? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Santa, you knew. What else did I ask for, Santa? Santa knows everything. What else did you ask for? I remember specifically you asked for a pair of hiking boots. That was one mm-hmm. thing. And I remember you asked for a new display case for your trophies was another thing mm-hmm. you were looking mm-hmm. for. And then perhaps maybe you were looking to uh, for some new plastic to put over your dollhouse to keep the ghosts inside because that plastic <laughs> seems to be getting a little worse for wear there so we're gonna need to Mm -hmm. tear that down and put some new stuff up because you don't want the ghosts inside no no gotta keep them out of the dollhouse i heard you heard that yukon died they told you last week yeah they did i mean 35 years ago i just am sad that i didn't know sooner well i'm here to say it's been a strange holiday season things were looking up and everyone was going to go home and see their families and their friends and their loved ones. And then all of a sudden, the Omicron, 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 you say Omicron, I say Omicron, uh, strain <laughs> has taken the world by storm. And some people are canceling their plans and some people are going along with their plans and taking tests and the like. It hasn't been great. It's been a long December. Mm-hmm. Adam? Was that Adam Duritz? Maybe. Is he there with you, too? No, I don't think so. Yeah. What? Uh, I think he's hiding. I think he's hiding. Is he in a crevice somewhere? <laughs> oh, 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 if I want him with to come gifts? out, I'll rub, wriggle my ears like I always do. <laughs> so what I'm telling you, broomheads, nice broomheads and naughty dope monkeys, I like you both the same. I got to tell you something. Here's another thing. Everybody thinks I like the nice kids. I like the naughty kids, too. They're fucking funny. I like when they, like, <laughs> mess about and throw things at their mothers and splash about in the bath. You know, I like that. It's fun. It's a, it, I don't want all, like, prissy little kids folding their hands and saying, oh, hello, please, and thank you, mother. You know, I like to have a little bit of fun. I like it, too. So naughty is not so bad. It's when they're, like, murderers that I have a problem. But... Mm. The fraction of children who are murderers is very, very, very small. I don't know if you know this. And if you give them presents, but you don't give Eric Bogosian presents. No, Eric Bogosian and I had a falling out. I can't even remember. It's one of those things that happened so long ago that I can't remember what it is, but I know that it happened. I know that something happened. So that so Eric Bogosian does not get a Christmas present under no circumstances. What is this voice I'm doing? I, I assume it's Santa Claus. I think but it's I'm not the really I sure. think it's the voice I always do for Santa. Santa. <laughs> Santa. Santa Muel Jackson. <laughs> do you know Rachel? 
Where was I but, talking about? I like the naughty kids. I was saying about how I like the. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. was saying the percent, percentage of children who are actual murderers is very, very small. And yes, they yeah, do get true. a gift. I will give a murderous child a gift, but it's not a good one. That's what I'm saying. You're going to mm. get something from Santa. It depends on how you've been. I wanted to tell all the broomheads and the dope monkeys be safe. We're not saying don't go see your family. You should see them, but make sure you can get a test if you can. If you're boosted, that's excellent. Encourage everybody to get boosted. Santa, put it on a poster. Santa Claus says, "Get boosted in the holiday it's season." Like him pointing at you like Uncle Sam in that poster. Santa wants you to get a booster. Santa Claus. Oh, this is what I was going to say. I remembered <laughs> holiday miracle. Uh, Rachel, I was going to ask you. Do you know? why i am both saint nicholas and also santa claus oh i don't thank you for bringing that up yes you don't know no oh i was asking because i don't fucking know either you would have thought within the week maybe some research would have been done to hopefully alleviate that question but no 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 I don't. Santa, I have a question for you. I love this is my favorite thing that happens when you have a question for me. Mm -hmm. What is the state food of New Jersey? (laughs) Because I really like to know. Why plums, of course. Plums and figs and figgy pudding and plum treats and plum froth. (laughs) Froth? And sugar plums. That's what I meant to say. Sugar plums, not plum froth. What the fuck is plum froth? <laughs> it's plum froth. It sounds like a byproduct you don't want. Plum froth. Oh, very good question, Rachel. But I don't really know. I think it's hot dogs. I believe. I believe we landed on hot dogs. Have you asked Bruce right. Springsteen? We did. He got angry, though, because he was like, don't ask me such a stupid question. Bruce Springsteen is on my list. Let me tell you something. I love Bruce Springsteen. I love him. I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I'm mm-hmm. a fan. A You're fan. fan. <laughs> what is the fan? <laughs> Who talks like that? <laughs> what voice is that? I'm a fan, but he's getting a little bit too big. You, did you hear he sold his catalog of music for $500 million? And I'm still going to give him a present, this old rich bum. He doesn't need a present from me. Back to to Bruce Springsteen, though. Mm -hmm. I want to know, how do you really feel about Bruce Springsteen? He's a lovely man. I'm not, I I love him. He's great. But I mean, the guy is, come on, $500 million. God bless. a lot of money. He should be giving Christmas gifts to all the good boys and girls of New Jersey. I mean, he might. I don't know. He probably does. He is a good, I will say he's a good Samaritan and a good man. Mm-hmm. I wasn't suggesting I didn't love Bruce Springsteen. I do love him, but sometimes I'm like, slow your roll, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I right, have to Santa. say that to Rudolph all the time. Rudolph is always like, I'm the leader. I, I make this ship run. I'm like, oh, ho, ho, not so fast, motherfucker. I do because I whip the chains. Something like that. Something like that. I don't know. You can't always expect everything to be right from your old pal Santa. But I wanted to say to the broomheads and the dope monkeys, and most importantly, Rachel, to you and to the other Mm -hmm. guy who does the show with you, have a happy holiday season. A Merry Christmas. Enjoy every day in December. Make sure you're listening to Counting Crows along December to ensure that your crops will come in good in the farming season. 
and everything will be good as gold. And before I leave, we should do it together. One, two, three, four. It's the holiday season. And a hope de do and a dickery dog. Merry Christmas, Broomhead. Thanks for coming, Santa. Merry Christmas, movie house. That was just me. I was doing a Jimmy Stewart thing. I'm going to leave now. I was wondering if it was Jerry Seinfeld for a second there. No, it was, hey, <laughs> God damn it. It's always great to see our old pal Santa. <laughs> it's Pat. I'm back. It hey, is, everybody, it it's is. Pat. Santa was here. Oh, what a guy. Don't you love him? What a guy. He's always got a lot of fun things to say. Yeah, he yeah. does. <sighs> I need a minute to re. How you doing, I need pal? a minute to regroup. Okay. It takes a lot of, you want me sometimes to... it takes a minute. No, you're not allowed to ask me how I'm doing first. This, there's a routine here. There's a routine, <laughs> Rachel, to the podcast. We have a, it's like, if, if, mm-hmm. it's like we have a memos, memorandums. Mm-hmm. I always say memorandum. And Adrian was like, why do you say memorandum? Just the other day. When did you say that? What about? Um, I was talking about <laughs> B's daycare and, uh, Mm-hmm. I was asking, was like, did they send a memorandum out about like if there is COVID? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <a> memorandum. <laughs> no one says memorandum. You're right. She's right. Well, I don't like work in an office. I don't have like an office yeah. job, so I don't know memo. You don't. You've never heard memo. <laughs> no, I've certainly heard it, and like uh-huh. I know that, but I go to. I don't know. I'm an old school kind of a cat, Rach. Okay, okay. And with that, I will say to you, my dearest friend, the, on the episode, the last episode of the new year. I of know. The old, sorry. Well, of the, the old, old year? year? 2021. How you doing, Rach? Wow, that feels like a really loaded question this time. Um, <sighs> how am I doing? Oh, Jesus Christ, Rachel. Just answer the goddamn <laughs> question. Say great and move on. Heavens. <laughs> Spend 20 minutes with Santa for fuck's sake. No, I'm just kidding. You, you should needed take a long- break. You needed a break. <laughs> Let me think about this. Um, I'm getting there. I'm getting in the holiday spirit, slowly but surely. Just took a little bit of sobbing through Charlie Brown Christmas to, you know, really get my feelings straight. Rachel cries through Charlie Brown Christmas out of sadness for Charlie Brown is what I learned tonight. Yeah, Which well, I sadness understand. and happiness. It's a combination of feelings in a half hour. It's a lot. You know why it's hard for me to find the happiness in it is because I know as soon as Christmas is over, she's just going to pull the football out from under him again. Mm-hmm. She's, they're just always mean to the poor guy. And he's not like that annoying. I mean, the one difference between me and Charlie Brown is that at the beginning, he's talking about not feeling in the spirit, but he likes decorating trees. He likes sending cards. And I don't. <laughs> I like the spirit of the season, but I don't actually want to do any of that shit. I just kind of want to bask in it. I thought you did like that stuff. I'm so surprised to hear that. I thought you were a real Christmas like Mark, like a big getting into the whole the whole thing of it all. I have never liked decorating trees. I normally just sit there and watch everyone else decorate it. <clears throat> but what about when you had your own tree in your own apartment? Because I can I would test. do it. I would do it in 15 minutes. I, I didn't spend your tree... time to it. Oh, your tree always looked very nice when you stayed. Thank you. Thank you. I do take pride in it, but like my family puts too many ornaments on it and it takes forever. 
and then they move things around if they're like, no, that's not the right branch from that. And I was like, but I just put that there. I'll tell you this year, archery is absolute chaos because this was the first year that like Max could actually like, uh, uh, maybe last year he could too, but this year he was like super into it and was just like putting stuff places and mm-hmm. we were like, we'll fix it after. And then we were like, I'm not, I don't know. Who has the energy for anything right now? I'm not fixing it after. It just looks like a fucking bomb exploded. I like, I like the idea. Last year I didn't send any Christmas cards. This year I sent some again. Um, But I started on them in like, because I make my own cards too. And I started on them in like November sometime. And I was just like, okay, like, let me get these together. And I was like, it's too early to write them and send them though. And then suddenly it's like December 18th. And I'm like, oh my God, it's not even going to get to people in time because the post office is like, you have to send stuff by the 17th. Oh, we sent our Christmas cards out Tuesday. Yeah. I sent out a bunch today too. Today. We got them on Saturday. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we did the pictures thing. So we just got them. So mm-hmm. what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Then just don't make your own Christmas cards. Just fucking buy a bunch of Christmas cards if you don't. If you want I know, but I like to handwrite the notes. I don't, you know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. To me, that's the whole point. I'm not sending out a picture card like, look, I've grown in the last year. <laughs> well, then cut it down to 10 people and only yeah. send 10 people Christmas cards. Yeah, but it's hard to choose. Well, oh, I, am I going to get one? Oh, you, you're getting one. Okay. You're not getting. You're not actually getting one that I handmade, though. Actually, <laughs> unbelievable. Are you serious? What yeah, the fuck? you're getting a card that I thought was really cute, and I didn't have any envelopes for, and it's because I uh, sent it so in I, something else. So, so mine is special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a special card. Oh, all right. <laughs> Fucking better be a special card, <laughs> not some bullshit card. It's a special card. <laughs> That's how it goes whenever it snows. But how are you? Sit back and watch this. It's a marshmallow world made for speakers. Take a walk with your favorite girl. I'm doing good. Have a sprinkly day. It's all year round. You seem like in a much better mood than last week, I got to say. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty festive. I don't know. I'm just trying. Is it because it got colder? It definitely, I'll tell you when that temperature yeah. dro- dropped <laughs> and I had to better. put an actual jacket on mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is right. I'm going to say it's still not cold enough for me, mm-hmm. but I'm happy. I was happy to wear a jacket. I was happy to have to put my heat on in the car because mm-hmm. I hadn't had to do that all fucking really? all, at all. No, well, maybe like but in November or something, but like mm-hmm. since the Christmas, it's a yum, yummy world made for sweethearts. Take a walk with your favorite girl. You like that one? Marshmallow world? I don't actually. <laughs> oh, I love it. I don't like any version of it except for the version on the Phil Spector album. Mm-hmm. I love that one. And every other version is like fucking Steve, Steve Martin. Uh, not Steve Martin. Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Steve Martin. <laughs> fucking Dean Martin. Like, you're the marshmallow out made for sprinkles. <laughs> It's not the words I don't think are. It's a marshmallow world made for sprinkles, but maybe they are. Who's Who knows? To say? Who knows? Who's to say? It's a marshmallow um, world made for sprinkles. It's a marshmallow world made for sprinkles when the snow comes tumbling down. Wow, wow, wow. I'm pretty good. I've been enjo- I've been letting myself enjoy it. Um, you know, it's good. It's coming around. It's co- as mm-hmm. it gets closer, I feel a little bit more festive. You guys, the broomheads and the dope monkeys can't see this. I have a, a Santa Claus mm-hmm. hat on my head. 
Is it making you feel festive? Yeah, a little bit. B, my daughter B is seven months old, and she, I'll hold her and I'll wear this hat, and she'll paw at the 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 what's this the ball part? Mm-hmm. The like poof? a cat, like a cat. It's very oh, funny. Really? <laughs> she loves it. She's just she a tiny it. cat. <clears throat> yeah, she's a marshmallow world made for sprinkles. You know, <laughs> uh, that's all I know. But things are good. Um, we're getting there. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the COVID thing is that it stinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. Like last year, nobody really did anything. Mm-hmm. We all sort of re- understood yeah. and, did, and didn't go anywhere. We went to my mom's. It was the f- four of us. Mm-hmm. And we went and had a dinner, hung out for like three or four hours and went home. And then this year, the plan was to have a family Christmas with, the, with cousins and stuff. And it's still the plan and we're still mm-hmm. going to do it. Um, but I almost feel like less comfortable about it yeah, than I would have last year. Yeah. It's the plan for us right now too on the day after Christmas, but like with everyone getting rapid tests beforehand, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's going to fall apart. And also because like we have to make some food for it, but we have to do it in advance. So like we're making lasagna on Ooh, Wednesday lasagna. and freezing it. So mm. I'm like, I feel like this is asking for trouble to be lasagna then Wednesday. Cause I'm like, I feel like we're just going to end up eating the lasagna. Like something mm. is going to fail here. You keep saying that word. What do you, what's that? What is that word you're saying? What are you making? Lasagna? Lasagna. La- are you talking about fucking lasagna? Lasagna. <laughs> like Steve's on? Lasagna? Steve Zahn Lazan, this fucking guy loves them. Steve Lazan. Lazan. Oh, I love Lazan. We had Lazan for dinner tonight, as a matter of fact. Ooh, homemade. Yeah, last night and tonight we made it for the very for the nice. Kids. But do we have anything else to say about Christmas before we get into this very, very much non-Christmas related episode of Degrassi? I don't think so. I don't think so. Cool. So we are not here to talk about Lazan or Omicron Mm-mm. or Steve Zahn Mm-mm. or um, LeBron James. No. In fact, we're here to talk about Degrassi. The next. Sorry, but we might be here to talk about Dom Perignon. Oh, we very well might be here to talk about Dom Perignon. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Who is, excuse me, uh-oh. 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 Omicron here tonight. I can't think of any song other than Kodachrome to um, make Omicron. Well, I think the one that you should sing is one that we used to sing on here a long time ago that goes, Omicron, 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 Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same boy I used to be. <laughs> Steve Winwood. Omicron, Omicron, Omicron rock. Omicron swing and Omicron ding. I don't know. Mix and a mingle and a jingle and beat. That's the Omicron rock. Frosty the Omicron. Omicron has a very... Omicron, the red nosed reindeer. I mean, are we, is it bad that we're? Is, should we oh, not be making light Omicron, of Omicron? Oh, Omicron! <laughs> How lovely are your spike things? Spike things? What's yeah, that? Yeah, the coronavirus has those little spikes that come off of it. Yeah. Right, 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 right. right. 
We're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to talk about Degrassi the Next Generation, more specifically, Degrassi the Next Generation, episode 816. It's the 16th episode of the eighth season of Degrassi the Next Generation, episode 159. But because of all the two parters, like last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. It's actually the 129th episode of Degrassi the Next Generation. Name of the episode of Heart is Heart of Glass. I checked and I was shocked because I, could, I assumed we definitely have covered this artist before, but we have not. Heart of Glass is a Blondie song. Rachel, what's your favorite Blondie song? This is hard for me because I love Blondie. I knew th- I felt it. I felt it in my bones. It's I almost a Christmas episode. I was <laughs> I like, I almost oh. texted you earlier that like I had to wrap some gifts in between work and recording this. And instead of listening to Christmas music, I was just rocking out to Blondie and it was great. I love it. I love it. I yeah. love Blondie. Um, we'll talk through it. And I, I mentioned to my mom, I was like, oh, tonight's episode is a Blondie song. And she's like, I love Blondie. <laughs> it's yeah. like I grew up loving Blondie. Um, I, oh, it's hard for me because so many of their songs are so great. And I love a lot of the singles. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're great songs. Like I love Rapture. I love Call Me. Like they're great songs. I um, I think that my two favorite, like slightly deeper cut ish songs, I don't, one, I don't like as much. It's just that, um, it was my screen name when I had AOL and it's not from the Blondie song. It was because Fuel also has song <laughs> the same name, but it was Sunday Girl. Yeah, and All right. hanging, well, hanging on the telephone is probably my favorite. Um, but I also wanted to say, because we were talking about Franz Ferdinand last week, I actually really like um, Debbie Harry did a song with them called Live Alone that's great. And I love it. I actually like her version of it better than the original. Bump, bump. You were talking about Take Me Out? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know that song. I should oh, it's really it. good. Yeah, you should listen to it. So there, it was a Franz Ferdinand song. And then she did a cover of it, but Alice Kapranos is also in the cover. Ah, okay. So there's two versions. But that's not a Blondie original. So if you were going to pick a Blondie original, you're going to go with Sunday's Girl. Hanging on the telephone. Yeah, but that's not that's a that's not that's a not an original that's a cover. That's technically mm. a cover. But who's it a cover? Whose song the, is it originally? The Rains or Banks or some shit. I don't know. It's a uh, the Nerves. Sorry, the Nerves. Oh, okay. I'd never but heard it. Before. It's a great. It's a it's a great. I love that song. Mm-hmm. That blot. That song. Hang on, mm-hmm. telephone. But what did you say? Sunday Sunday girl. Mm. I I have like a affinity for it because that was my old screen name back in the day. Um, because oh. Because of fuel, that's what I. That's yeah, what you were that's what you missed. Um, but uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Rapture. I love Rapture. That's a good mm-hmm. song. That's a good call. Um, I want to give a shout out. I'm never gonna pick this song mm-hmm. because it would be like fucking uh, cred killer to pick it. But I think that we need to give a shout out to um, the song Maria. Mm-hmm. Which was the late period Blondie song that they mm-hmm. did in the nineties? You remember it? Oh, I Maria, remember it. Yeah, you gotta see her when that song was. Po- I don't know if it was when it was popular, if it was like just after it was popular. But my friend Michael Gorman, who you know, he recorded the mm-hmm. theme song to this very podcast. Mm-hmm. Pat and Rachel get you through. That's Michael Gorman. He's a very funny comedian. He's going to be on the new True Lies TV show if it goes. Oh, I, I, that cannot be on. Oh, yes, it can because it was in Deadline. So if it gets picked up, he'll be on it. He used to do a bit where we would we would do a bit together where we would like come up with, um, like uh, 
uh, songs for products based mm-hmm. on popular songs and is and mm-hmm. I I like I will never this makes me I think about it so much it, I'll never forget it his ver his was this. <laughs> Doritos, you gotta see those <laughs> go insane when you put them in your mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> that is a top five. It might not work as well for the audience here, but when I the first time I think of Doritos, you gotta see those go insane when you put them in your mouth. Every time I see Doritos, <laughs> so shout out to Maria, which is a great song and helped birth one of the funniest things I've ever heard in real life. Uh, I love Ripper to Shreds, but then I was like listening to Ripper to Shreds today and I was like, yeah, but this is like not a nice song. It's like very like demeaning to women and not a very mm-hmm. much like women p- picking up women, but it was the 70s. So it was like a different time, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. she's so dull. Come on, look at that hair. It's, it's so mean. Um, but I love it. So it's probably the one, it's probably my favorite. I love X Offender. I love that first album because it's like a little bit punkier than the rest. Mm-hmm. But the singles are Heart of Glass. Oh. Uh, Tide is High. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. What am I forgetting here? Uh, call Me, call Rapture, me. the ones I mentioned. On the Line, Call Me, Call Me Any Day or Night. What a, what a group. Mm-hmm. I don't get tired of them either. Let's put them in the Hall of Fame. Let's put them in the... And they're all very different sounding songs, oh, too, yeah. which is what's interesting about it. And it's like, I like them all. Let's put Blondie in the Dean Hall of Fame, right? Let's yeah, because, right I mean, I feel like it's almost, like, boring because I actually like them. <laughs> I think we're going to put them... We're going to right now induct Blondie. This is a momentous occasion. We've never done this before. They're the first member... Of mm-hmm. the Deep Hall of Fame going in right. I saw them in concert not that long ago. They opened for Elvis mm. Costello. Oh, interesting. And she was still great. I have not seen them in concert, but I did see Debbie Harry and someone else from Blondie at a talk a few years ago. Yeah, with the guitar player or something, I think is like Chris, still whatever in, his yeah. name is. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of his last name though. Chris Caraba. Chris I'm pretty sure it's Chris Caraba. <laughs> pretty sure that's his name. <laughs> Your hair, it's everywhere. I could have fucking been Chris Caraba. The fuck out of here. Oh, God, I hated Dashboard <laughs> Confessional, but don't get me started. No, you didn't. You loved him. No, oh, I hated him. I know you did. I'm being sarcastic. Oh, no. Oh, God, don't tell me that. Didn't oh, hate it. holy shit. I'm changing my answer. Do you know what I fucking just remembered is? Dreaming. Dreaming, it's free. Dream. I love when I don't know the words, but I know the general sound of the melody. I'm picking dreaming. Okay. Although Ripper to Shreds is really my answer, but listening back to those lyrics, I was like, oh my mm. God, this is a mean You song. can still like it. I do like it. And I love hanging by the telephone. That's exactly the words. You you got it just right. Atomic is great. Atomic's great. X Offender's great. Mm-hmm. Do you know X Offender was it was called Sex Offender, but they had to change it. Mm-hmm. And it's also like about wanting to fuck a cop. 
God bless oh, Blondie. Oh, the 70s. <laughs> God bless Blondie. It was you a know, different time. It was. Yeah, it was a I'm always time. impressed. Like you, you weren't born until 1980, but like, and my dad lived in New York in the 70s. But I'm always impressed by people who lived in New York in the 70s. I'm like, how was that? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and the 80s too. For like New York City yeah. in the 80s wasn't. You know. Yeah, I watched. I remember seeing The French Connection for the first time with my dad, and that came out like when he was living in New York City, and I was like, that's what it looked like. <laughs> a Popeye Doyle of a. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was fun. It was, but it's, is it more fun when I don't know anything? No, 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 no. It's way more fun to have a conversation. Okay. It's way more fun when we get It just to... feels out of the norm for me. It feels a little uncomfortable. It's nice to talk, to get to volley back and forth, like a little, like a tennis match, you know, mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of fucking listening to me schmuck on, schmuck on for Fucking Schmuck on, that's definitely a phrase. Yeah, but I see they gotta kick it to the wall. Bibbity bop, And everybody knows you can't get there at all. I love, she does like a Queen's accent in that song, too. <laughs> Not um, as good as a Royal Queen's Christmas, let me tell you. The Hallmark movie. Hey, word on the street is you're really falling for this piano, man, all of a sudden. That's a very specific <laughs> reference. If you don't, haven't seen the Hallmark movie, uh, very, what is it called? A very Queen's, a Royal Christ- Queen's a Royal Christmas. Queen's Christmas. Or at least seen the commercial for it. There's a Hallmark movie called The Royal Queen's Christmas. Rachel has seen it. I've only seen the commercial for it. But it's a movie that takes place in- That feels like he's seen it. <laughs> I have it on my DVR, but I don't know if I'll watch it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a movie that takes place in Queens, which is where I live and am from, born and raised. Rachel lived Mm -hmm. here for many, many, many years. And the accents, at least in the commercial, are fucking hilariously funny. So bad. It was like they didn't, they were just like, what do you think someone from Queens sounds like? And that was all they, that's all they required. (laughs) But they lose their accents partway through the movie, too. Oh, my God. I got to watch this thing. Sounds like a disaster. But you know what? No one in any of those Hallmark movies has a heart of glass. Who has, a heart, guess a, lot of who has a heart of glass, a heart of glass in, in, in this? this episode, do you think? I don't know. Who's, whose heart got broken? Johnny's? Not in a Marco. No, because by the end, they're back together. Maybe Hot Peters? Yeah, maybe. Because I felt like, I don't know. I will say, well, I'm not going to get into it yet because that's the B story. Um, but So we should start Johnny DeMarco. Johnny DeMarco and uh, Allie. What's her last name? Bandari. Allie Bandari. Right. <laughs> they are making out in a car and he's prudent out. This dude's like, chill out. We mm-hmm. got we got to get you home in time. Get you to bed. Get you well rested for the for your math competition. Mm-hmm. That is just a test. Mm hmm. I thought so. They're building up this math competition that I thought was going to be like. Uh, like a game show or something kind of a mm-hmm. scenario where like, like in Magnolia or something where they're like going up against each other in like, but it's just a test that they take and whoever scores yeah. the best on the test wins the Gets math. like a medal. I don't know. It was very weird to me. I never had mathletes. Did you have that? No. Okay. But I, I know about it cause I watch television. I mean, it was, and that, yeah, I only saw that yeah. in mean girls. Was that in other things too? I remember it was on saved by the bell. I believe. Mm. 
I watched Saved and by the Bell. I don't really remember it from that. You remember every single episode yeah. of Saved by the Bell that you I ever watched saw it when you were fucking so... 11 years old? Oh, younger, like seven or eight. I you used, remember I watched... every episode. That's what my brain is taken up with, is just every episode of Saved by the Bell is There's in there. no way. There's no way you remember everything that ever happened on Saved But I just don't remember Mathletes, and I've definitely seen every episode at least once, if not many times. Many, many, many times. Many times. Many, many. Um, yes, I understand you've seen all the episodes once, but I, I there's no way you remember every... Listen, you've seen all of these Degrassi episodes once, and let me tell you something, there are many, many Degrassi episodes that you have seen that you don't remember at all. Yeah, I have a good memory so for Saved by the a, Bell. definitely a possibility that there was an episode of Saved by the Bell where there was a mathletes competition and you just don't remember it. I mean, I don't think there was. I, that probably isn't. All right, fine. <laughs> I don't know. I saw. I heard about it on TV. Mathletes is only a thing I've ever heard on TV in my life. Mm-hmm. So, in my head, it's a competition where people like get on st- a stage and it's like a team of three versus a team of three or four or something, mm-hmm. and then they go against one another. Yeah. But in this scenario, but they also didn't call this mathletes. It was like no. math. It was like math a math whiz competition. competition. I don't know. Mathathon. Did you do mathathon when you were a kid? We did you know danceathons uh. and walkathons and jumpathons. We had mathathon, which was a uh, <laughs> mathathon is a hard thing to say. Mathathon. Uh, it was a booklet, and you would have to do it, mm-hmm. and you'd get people to give you money for every math question you got right, and then it all went to St. Jude's Hospital. So, Allie is very disappointed Mm -hmm. because she wants to keep kissing. Yes, she does. So she goes home to her house and she puts on what West drive, I guess is West drive, which is like an OC type show. It was the show that Manny was on a couple seasons ago. Oh, that's right. Look who has the memory. Um, have I ever got on this (laughs) podcast and been like, I remember anything. (laughs) Never. I am very openly bad at memory. The game, too. If mm-hmm. you ever play oh, I'm game, good at the game, turn, yeah. Turn things over. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I bet I could either. beat you. Um, yeah, oh, without question. <laughs> so, yeah, so she sees these two sexy teenagers, and they're about to fuck. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I, and in her head, I think she's like, I kind of want to fuck. Mm-hmm. Right? Kind of. Yeah. Well, she's like, I'm not enough for my boyfriend. Yeah, all everyone like uh, Anya Bananya and Mia are telling him. Did Anya Bananya also come from the other school? Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't know. I don't know the what story. happened to this other school. The, just, just, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of missing backstory, and a lot of things are like implied rather than really told. So, yeah, they could have just like it doesn't matter. Anya Bananya and Mia Benigna mm-hmm. were telling. Ali Benan, Benali, Benyani, Benanli, that Johnny, Johnny, DeMa- Johnny was a bit Johnny of a player. DeMar- Johnny DeMarco Benyarco mm-hmm. was, um, yeah, he would bang a lot of ladies mm-hmm. in his school. That's what he said. That's what they told her. Mm-hmm. So she was starting to get a little bit like, oh, he's not going to like mm-hmm. me if I don't mm-hmm. go all the way. That's mm-hmm. what they say, kids. That's, what, they ki- the that's what the kids say. Go all the way. So she decides to spend the day at the ravine with him. My favorite location. Oh. The ravine is like so 
So this fucking van that everybody also, fucks like, in. The ravine looks like it's just the woods because it's not at the bottom of a ravine, but it's also not at the top of a ravine. Where are we compared to like, where is the ravine itself? I feel like they're just somewhere in the woods. I, it definitely feels like they're just somewhere in the woods with like a a, upholstery from cars, just like spread out. Mm-hmm. And then a van where everybody fucks that I'm assuming is the same van. Yeah. How has the city not cleaned this fucking place up? It's the yet? same van where Emma got gonorrhea. Yeah, I know. And I'm just like, come on. How is this place still so shitty? And everybody knows about the ravine. Everybody knows about the shitty ravine, and that's where they are fucking in the van. And they did. They oh well, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So she decides. Did she's you notice that? that oh, sorry. Did you notice that that bad no, kid no. Reese was at the ravine from last week? Was that the kid who was with that girl who they went to fuck in the van? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was Reese. That was the snaps never, kid. I would never have. I would never have put that together that that's who oh, that was. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when you told the story about how when you were an adult, those people <laughs> threw... <laughs> I do remember. This was with, okay, within the last couple of years. It all came back to that me. Was I had repressed of, that memory, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. That is one of the funniest stories. I'm sorry. I know that it probably wasn't funny in the moment. Mm-hmm. It was probably like, maybe it caused you trauma. And if it did, I apologize for oh, it's laughing. okay. Okay, good. Because it's so funny. It's, it's also, so it's just so ridiculous. It was like surreal in the moment. <laughs> they drove away. Oh my God, fucking children. While throwing snaps at an fucking adult, adult you children. children. You said they were adults. They were, they were. They were but I mean, children. I'm calling them children in a derogatory way because it's like, who does I that? I love, I can't imagine the scenario. I can't even picture it. Mm-hmm how you must have reacted to get them to then throw more <laughs> snaps at me. <laughs> snaps at you. So many snaps. <laughs> oh my God. And you know, what's funny is they probably like, don't, maybe they do that all the time or maybe they were just like, Oh snaps. These are, these are like from when I was a kid mm-hmm. and they just got them. Cause it was like, let's see what these are like. And then that happened. And now they do it all the time. I'm sure. I'm sure. So Reese, I didn't realize that yeah. was Reese. Nice, good call. That's why they pay you the big dollars. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the ravine. She chooses to take Claire because I <laughs> because she just wanted to bring a, a Claire is a little more cool than she used to be. But yeah, it's funny to me that Claire is out of the Catholic school uniform stage, and that's all I ever remembered about Claire. And it didn't last that long. Yeah, She wasn't in the uniform for that long, but whenever I would think about, not that I thought about Claire very much, but if I was thinking about the show and someone was talking about Claire, that's the the picture I would get is her in the Catholic school uniform. But mm-hmm. it's really only like half a season that yeah. she does that. Yeah. So she's a human wet blanket, as, as usual. Mm-hmm. Remember when I said I was going to love Claire no matter what happened? Mm-hmm. She's making it pretty hard, I have to say. She's <laughs> she's putting me through the ringer. She was like, you're going like, to regret saying that. I felt that Claire was like a good friend in this episode, though, too. I love she that was we, like sensible. This is the one where you liked her. I know, when I she's like, a wet blanket. Claire, shut up. Yeah, she was like, we're going to go to the ravine? No, I don't think, this is not where we belong. And then they get there and she's like, more of the same. I love that you, but she also left her there. 
Yeah. Well, no, she left her there because she told her to leave. Like, I know there's I know, not, I it's, know. she didn't No, you're right. It's a reframe of that. And it's like, sure. You can you're think right. that it's, nothing happened to her and like, but she, Oh told no, her I agree. Oh, I do agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. There, no, there's nothing untoward mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it's untoward, but nothing, you know, mm-hmm. Claire's not going to get know. in trouble for Allie. No, she's not. So Allie sees, Allie's living it up. Mm-hmm. They're at the ravine. Everybody's laughing at her jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny DeMarco's putting her, his arm around her in front of everybody. Natty Zavitz is fucking Zavitzing about in his hat. Mm-hmm. And she's loving it. So she sees these two guys go to the ravine. Reese and uh, Peace. Mm-hmm. Reese and his girlfriend, Pieces. Mm-hmm. Reese and Pieces. And then <laughs> in the meantime, like they're talking to Bruce the Moose about Animal Farm. And he didn't know that pigs didn't start the Russian Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, he didn't know. And they were all laughing at him because he's a stupid idiot. Mm -hmm. So then she sees Reese and his girlfriend Witherspoon. (laughs) (laughs) And they go to fuck in the the van. And and so she's like, I want to fuck in the van. Mm -hmm. So they are like kissing um, under under like a tarp. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know, like a lean to. Yeah, the whole setup of the ravine is so bizarre. There's like, like I, I know, and I feel like every time we go there, I'm like, it's slightly different, but yet the same. <laughs> like, I feel like there used to be picnic benches there. I felt like it was more of a basket. clearing, and th- this time it was like covered in leaves. Well, it could be different seasons. Um, the production design on the on the ravine is suspect, I will mm-hmm. say. Um, I like how a lot of it is just like f- f- upholstery from cars that they just put out. I mean, remember the clean the ravine? They clearly didn't clean it. No, they did a bad. If they did, well, that was years ago. I so know. it could have gotten I mean, this more quickly, dirty. That again. van looks old. Well, that van is. But the clean the ravine was even before the van, though, when they were fucking in the van, getting. Yeah, but it has the van. I mean, the van looks like it's been there since before clean the ravine. Unless Jay dropped it off from his car shop job. Yeah. Rachel and I were recently talking about who the hottest mm. adults, who grew into be the hottest adults people mm-hmm. from Degrassi, and we settled on Sav number one, mm-hmm. right? Sav number one, Jay number who two. Is, Jay Jay is pretty hot. I also said Drake is hot, but like obviously he's Drake. Mm-hmm. And then I also tried to say that I thought Spinner got like mm-hmm. a glow up but you disagreed you said I, he didn't yeah i think spinner looks worse i said his kate goslin yeah. face was probably you liked his kate goslin yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh we yeah anyway jamie johnston uh, we haven't seen him recently i didn't look him up actually no i haven't seen him recently um so so they're in the lean to they're making out and daddy Zavitz comes over and throws a bunch of condoms at them and it's like no glove, no love. <laughs> There's a lot of Bruce so then, the Moose in this episode. He's great. So then she, is, Allie's basically like, I want to get, I want to get this, go take it down to Bone Town. She wants to skip all the steps in between. Skip steps one and three, super chunk. <laughs> and then she was getting in that van. They went in the van and they fucked. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised? I was surprised. Yeah. I didn't think they would full on fuck yet. I thought they would like, I thought it was going to be a thing where it was more like Johnny kept 
pushing away the advances and we'd get Allie being like, well, don't you even like me? And then storm away. Mm-hmm. Natty Zavitz does say to her, to Johnny DeMarco, when Allie first gets there, he's like, have you hit that yet? And Johnny DeMarco's like, dude, I actually really like her. Yeah. I find that Johnny DeMarco, he's supposed to be older than Allie, obviously, by a few mm-hmm. years there. He appears to be so much older than her to me. Oh, he doesn't. I don't know. Something about him looks very childish to me, too. She just looks so young, though, also to yeah. me. I don't know. I don't know about you. I think because she's small. I think yeah, that makes you could part be right. of it. And but also, like she's you... so dramatic. <gasps> she like throws herself on the bed when she, you know, when she has to go home from making out with Johnny the first time. You know where I think I thought she looked. That's when I think she looked so young. Mm-hmm. And when the mom comes in, mm-hmm. and that's on purpose. Yeah, they're making that. Up. They're 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 making her look like that on purpose because we're supposed to go. Oh my god, I can't believe she just had sex and she wasn't ready to have mm-hmm. sex. And she wasn't ready to have sex. She was very upset about it. Mm-hmm. She thought, what if I'm pregnant? What if I have an STD? And Claire said, but you were safe, right? And she was like, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I guess I trust him. I guess I trust him. Mm-hmm. But also, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, well, she was like, I don't know if the condom broke. I don't know what that feels like. I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. So she goes back to school, and she is obviously unsettled by the whole scenario Mm -hmm. he comes over to her she's at her locker and he comes up behind her and like puts his hands on her waist and she like freaks out Mm -hmm. and then claire's um, trying to talk to her about the math message boards for the math competition (laughs) it's like the word on the math message boards is (laughs) claire uh um yeah yeah you got if you got more no no so yeah she's just like not in a good headspace She's really upset, but she's not sure why she's upset and like can't quite get it. So they go to take the math test for the competition. Yeah, the competition test. And Allie is just like staring at her page and she's like, none of it makes sense. So she has to go to the nurse. Um, So she misses out on the math competition test um, and she goes to the nurse. (laughs) Nothing's wrong with her. And she lies down and Claire comes in to see her and make sure she's okay. And I don't know, Allie will like half tell her what's going on, but not fully. She's kind of like. At this point, she knows that they fucked them. Yeah. Claire was a good friend here when she did Mm -hmm. like go to the nurse's office. She was like, can I just see my friend? I did think that was nice. See, Claire's great. And you were being like, I hate Claire. Claire's the best. Top three characters. Put her on the put her replace her with replace her with Darcy or Darcy with her. She's a top character. I mean Darcy's gonna be in Africa forever now. Who do you think is the most the best Grimes Beach? Darcy Grimes Beach or Claire Grimes Beach? Probably Claire Grimes Beach. And we haven't no even had way. that much Not of her. Yet. <laughs> Not yet. You're crazy. You're just you're just needling me on the Christmas season. You're just trying to get get my goat. Yeah. And I feel bad for Allie because she's, you know, just feeling really rough about all of this and like a lot of feelings. But and they hinted this the whole time. But I also feel bad for poor Johnny. I do, too. I I think they do a really good job of um, making this seem faultless and making this seem to be like a really hard moment for both of them. Yeah. And the thing is, it's no one's fault or anything. It's no no nothing. It's just, you know, it's 
she is a very um yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh when you move on on you don't think and you just move fast. Oh, she uh, acts in, without in, thinking. In, impulsive. Imp- impulsive. She's impulsive. So she saw she was like she probably wanted to get like uh, go like to second base mm-hmm. in the car and he didn't he was like not into it. And then she saw the video, the the show at where they were like getting into it mm-hmm. and she wanted that. So she mm-hmm. was like, let's go do that. And then like, and then she regretted it. And so she says to him, I really thought I was ready. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I really wanted to believe you were. So he's mm-hmm. sort of like taking that. Not it's the word is not yeah. blame. And it's also, like, I mean, it's a very immature relationship too, because you know, she, they don't talk to each other. She's like so worried that he's not going to like her. And if she does something, right. you know, I mean, things that teenagers do and plenty of adults totally. do. Um, totally. And it's, but it's very like, like almost a little heartbreaking and touching because he's like, it was my first time too. And like, yeah. she, you know, she didn't even think that she just assumed yeah. that it must not have been. And well, she didn't assume she was told by multiple people that he like slept with a lot of other girls. He, she should have asked him. Yeah. But you know, that was, that was his sort of like uh reputation mm-hmm. that people did think that he slept with a lot of girls, whether or not, even though it turned out mm-hmm. to not be true. Yeah, and it made him seem so sweet and young to me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. I, I like I'm, even I'm when they're in the van, out. and you can tell that she's like kind of freaked out a little bit. Like he also seems a little bit like freaked out. I would say like not, but not to the extent that Ellie is. And obviously, Ellie is the protagonist of this story. Um, right. right. But, he says, but it's "Can like, I drive you home?" Yeah, and it kind of makes you realize, like, oh, he's actually been a really good guy to her, and. You know, yeah, he's, he's probably he's, feeling a lot of things too. And like he tries and he goes and buys her this really dumb charm. Yeah, <laughs> the lock so and a key. It's, it's so, so ugly. ugly. <laughs> and she's really upset. She's, and then she's like breaks up with him over it. And it's just like. Yeah, because she's ahead of herself. Mm-hmm. She's thinking if I, if I stay, if I, if I don't have sex with him all the time, he's not going to be into me, but it's not mm-hmm. the case. And and they get there and she's like, we're, I'm not going to do this again mm-hmm. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's when we find out he was also a virgin before it happened. Yeah. Oh, you love Johnny DeMarco. It Johnny was really DeMarco. sweet. I thought, and I did think it was very well done too. Mm-hmm. You like this one. I you like this. Story. I did. I did. I mean, I found it a little bit boring to be honest. And I, the B story, like, don't get me started, but like, um, well, I'm about to get you started because it's the B. Do you have something more to say about the A story though before we do this? It seems like you might have had something more to say about the A story. Um, let me think. Oh, I thought you had something more to say. If you no, I didn't really specifically have something else. It was more so just that I felt like it was a little slow of a story. And so I was like, it was, I thought it was very sweet. It just wasn't, I don't know. It went there, but it didn't go there at the same time. If that makes sense. You know, I felt like it, will they, won't they, are they together? Are they back together? The thing that I like the most is when like Reese and Witherspoon are talking to them at the ravine. <laughs> we're about to go get it. And on all the something. things with Natty Zavitz that were very funny. Like Allie comes up behind Johnny and puts her hands over his eyes. And then he turns around. And he's like, you're not Bruce. the Moose. <laughs> he was kidding though. Right. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, is he kidding? Does Bruce the Moose do that? He might. He might. 
And Allie's hands might be very similar to Bruce the Moose's delicate hands. Yeah, that's true. Well, it was good stuff. Be Be story. Kruger. Best of us. <laughs> Kruger. Kruger. Two, two more days. My son says your company stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Jerry Seinfeld so much, but the Seinfeld show is such a great show. It's so, so funny, but I fucking hate Jerry Seinfeld. I don't I really care. Him. I'm indifferent. He was in his fucking 40s and he was dating a 17 year old. Get the fuck out of here. Beat it. And also, you're a bully as a comedian and you're shitty to everybody. I hate Jerry Seinfeld. Put that, you want to okay. know? Put it, put him, put him right next to Frank Sinatra. <laughs> put them in bowling pins mm-hmm. and roll those bowling pins down a hill. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld and Frank Sinatra down a hill. <laughs> anyway, the B story here, we're talking about this B story. <laughs> it's so evident in a lot of ways, like that Mia, that Nina Dobrev is so ready to get the fuck out of town because she's like glam, so much more glamorous than everybody. It's because like she's even, a model now. But even like in just like when they're just at home, like they obviously mm-hmm. like make her up more. They give her like she just looks like a fucking star mm-hmm. compared to these like washed out goons. <laughs> like I I was saying that the the um I think it's done on purpose because it, of her modeling stuff. But she's honest, not like so. coming from a model. No, game. but I think that it's part of like it's it was a switch since she's done that. And I think that it's that's such part to of the it. detriment of everybody else though. They, mm-hmm. the, if that is the case, it's awful. Everyone else looks like teenagers, like normal teenagers. Yeah. It, the dichotomy is not the right word, but the, the, the separation mm-hmm. of how hot a couple is, mm-hmm. has never been more evident than fucking hot Peter. Who's let, let's just call him Peter. Yeah. And fucking Mia. Because like Peter fine. She is so hot, and he is like a fucking goof, a lanky, stupid hair. Like he look, she looks like a fucking. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just think they look like completely incompatible in every stretch of the imagination. Oh, it doesn't and bother maybe, me that much. So yeah. I, hate I mean, if she were dating Bruce the Moose, I might feel differently. I think like, Bruce the Moose is hotter than fucking Peter. Wow. Peter is like a lanky, gawky. I mean, Peter's not my type, but I think he's still like a good looking kid. Oof. Child. You think he's a good looking child? But like Mia's like overdressed in a lot of these scenes too. Yeah. Mia is like a glamorous person mm-hmm. and he's a goon and maybe that's where we're gonna go with this i don't know mm-hmm. i probably shouldn't say me is hot right should i not have said that no, i don't you say that i mean i say that about these teenage boys all the time i feel like it's different if you say it about teenage boys than if i say it about the teenage girls but we're, we're gonna just go with it and see what happens yeah equal we'll representation get, yeah we'll see if i get any pushback on it mm-hmm. um so uh i also was like okay I don't know why I find Peter so unattractive. I do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, his hair is 
awful. Mm-hmm. His face is like he's such like a goof. Like all of his mm-hmm. like jokes are bad. Yeah. Like even at least if his like personality was good, maybe. But his personality is like someone who just like does impressions of like movie characters. Mm-hmm. That's what he reminds me of. And now he's in the middle of having Darcy and Mia fighting over him. The only two fucking people from this show who actually go on to have like real careers in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. God bless Jamie Johnson. He fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He dated Emma. There was that whole thing with Manny. Yep. Well, Manny, he didn't date. He just no. made her show her boobs mm-hmm. and filmed it. because he's. A well, he didn't boy. make her. Right. He didn't make her. But he still filmed it <laughs> no, and then put it into it the world. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He was. He's better now. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to Kenya, maybe. He's talking yeah, to Darcy. Yeah, he and that guy who plays football, Riley. He and Riley are joining Mock UN and it's like after school and oh, yeah, Riley. Mia and Anya are kind of like, that's cool. And then Mia's like, you know, Peter kind of needs something like he needs some direction. So like maybe this is a good thing for him. So what they're not going to do dudes? it. They're not going to do it because of uh, Spirit Squad conflicts. You're talking about Power Squad? Yes. Yeah. They're Let's not going to do it because of Power Squad. Which Put some conflicts. respect on their name. Power, Power, Power Squad, Rachel. Power Squad. Mia is over at Hot Peter's apartment. That's part of the appeal, I think. Is I think that it he is. Has an apartment. Hanging out after school. And they are going to watch a documentary on Darfur yeah. and genocide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he's like, hey, you're ready to cry? And he has Fuck a you, book on yes. Kenya. And mm-hmm. she like flips through it and finds something that Darcy had sent. Which is a application to mm-hmm. go to, to mm-hmm. join her in Kenya. And this is like, so she finds out that he's like still talking to Darcy, which he hadn't really shared. And that he might she be banged the T bombs guy for Christ's sake. And now it's she's true. fucking around with hot Peter. It's true. I mean, the T bombs guy is not going to be a good dad. <laughs> that is true. Although Hot Peter, he learned She's to be got a this daughter who can't life. act, so, you know. That's right. I forgot about <laughs> I did forget that she had a he, She's just so far out of his league. You got to admit that. You got to mm-hmm. admit she is so far out of his league. I guess so. D- d- what you were saying before about just being a, like, if that is true, she, they are making her up to that because she's mm-hmm. a model. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking model. He's yeah. a, what is this guy? He's, he's the lead singer of Studes. He's which the lead singer of Studes. People I think Studes are hot. Thing. I guess they that's are what called Studes. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm missing. Studes is like studs, but just with an umlaut over it. That's true. <laughs> that is a good point. That is a good point. I, didn't, I hadn't thought of that when I was. <laughs> I hadn't missed realized that crucial that. thing. Could you imagine if, if all of this time I didn't realize that that's what? what? Oh, that was studs with an umlaut? What? <laughs> By the way, in Studs is the are these people. Mm -hmm. Sav, Spinner, Hot Peter, Danny. Is Danny in Studs? Mm -hmm. And who am I missing? That's it. It's the four of them. Sav, Danny, Hot Peter, Mm -hmm. Spinner. Mm -hmm. Hot Peter's the least appealing of the four of them. Probably. I don't know. Danny's pretty hot. As a matter of fact, Danny is pretty hot. Now too, mm-hmm. he should be on that list. I haven't seen him recently, so he's he looks good. He mm-hmm. looks good. Yeah, 
I've seen pictures of Connor as an adult. He looks great. If you wanted to make an argument that Hot Peter is better than Spinner, I wouldn't even entertain it, but Mm -hmm. maybe I could entertain it. Peter's the worst one of those four. In just, this is mean. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you keep digging that hole. (laughs) I just can't get over the, the disparity between hotness of Nina Dobrev and Jamie Johnston. It happens. I guess. King of Queens, right? It's the King of Queens model. (laughs) (laughs) It's the King of Queens model. She's so dope. Come on. Allie is so pretty, and she's very into Johnny DeMarco, who has hat with hair attached to it. But when he took that hat off and his hair, I was like, oh, Oh. he's not a bad looking guy. It's not a mullet. I know. You are right. That is true. That is that is true. They are also a, a very disparaging disparity. Can I? We also talk about how there is a an actor on this show who is in the open, who we still have don't know. He sits at a picnic table in the open. I think that's Riley. Takes. No, oh, there's Riley in blue. It's blue. It's yeah. blue. It's blue. Who? Who the? F- he bought the tickets to Led Zeppelin. I know. Pink Floyd, Rachel. Pink, how Sorry. could you forget? It was Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd. They're all the same to me. Shout out, you crazy. They, they yeah. both like equally make no sense as to why someone would be buying concert tickets in 2008 to go see them. I waited on a fucking physical line for six hours to get Pink Floyd tickets. Yeah, I was watching the open and I was like, who the fuck? Is, why, how is he in the open? I have no idea. She, I guess she, I thought he was going to be bigger than he was. So he's going to maybe go to Kenya. And so she could. Yeah, it's just this is a weird, rough breakup. Like, it's also really funny because she's like, I, basically, Anya's like, we're going to join the UN. Oh gosh, so we can does. like see, so we can like be part of it and and see what happens. And then she immediately, Mia is Im- immediately. Goes to Peter. So what are you going to go to Kenya with Darcy? I was like, why did you have to join the UN to do you this? You didn't like, need to. <laughs> yeah, they asked Dom just... Perignon to join the UN, and they're Sweden, and Riley yeah. and Peter are Kenya. And it was like just so she could confront him about it in like a fun environment. Mm-hmm. It's like you could have just done this at his house. Like, there's easily, no need for it. easily. Um, so he's basically like, I'm, I love Darcy. I probably will always love Darcy, but I'm falling in love with you. So I'm going to stay and not go to Kenya. And then he literally says, you know, he's an idiot. He goes like, you know, love the one you're with. Yeah. Oh my God. And there Mia, were times where I was like, I can see where Peter's coming from. And then he said that and me I was too. like, Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> me too. He's such a doofus. Yeah, he is. She, he goes, love the one you're with. And like, and what's the line? Cause she's like, because the one you love's not here or something. That's the song. It's a famous song. I don't, I don't know. know how that, yeah. That's what it is. It's like, if the one you love's not here, love the one you you're with. Mm-hmm. And she knows that. And she's like, Oh fuck you, dude. Yeah. I'm a model. I banged the T-bombs guy for Christ's sake. <laughs> I could get Natty Zavitz in a hot one. My favorite thing, though, is uh, before all of this is that uh, Anya and Mia are talking about this and, you know, seriously to kind of be like, okay, what should we do? And Anya's like, well, you know, Peter Hart's Darcy. I did love that. I like that as well. (laughs) Anya with her sticker books. You know, Peter Hart's Darcy. 
Anya is one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. She's such a goof, but like in a good way. Mm-hmm. I love her. So they break up. She's like, I'm breaking up with you, dog. And I think he deserves it, to be fair. But I, I, as I was saying, as you were saying, not me, you were saying, I also agree. I did kind of get it. Like, she just sort of, Darcy just like left under the cover of night, in a sense. Yeah, and, and it was le- very abrupt. And they went through a lot together. And yep, they they're also fucking teenagers. Those relationships all mean a lot at the time. And it's just, you yeah. know. It is what it but is. But once he was like, I pick you, you know, love the one you're with. I was like, I'm that you're done now, dude. Your, yeah. your goose is cooked. Your goose is cooked, my man. You might as well go to Kenya. Get a ticket to yeah. Kenya. I mean, what he should have said was like, I love you, but I also will always love Darcy. Like totally. Or even maybe not will always, but like I also still love Darcy. Maybe. That would have maybe worked. He he maybe. also framed it in the way that like he's the one who gets to make the ultimate decision, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. was misguided. Not cool. Like to yeah. not have a conversation about it. Right. Oh, I've decided now. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. I love, I- I'm, you know, I gotta be honest with you. I love hating hot Peter again. It feels like it feels right. It's a Christmas miracle in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Can't wait me. till he does meth. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, right. He's going to do meth. Cause he's so broken up about Mia. Probably. Maybe he goes to Africa first. Maybe. Who knows? Um, is that all that happens? That's they it. Break up? That's it. They, so they, they break, break up. up. That's the end of that relationship, I guess. That's the name of that tune. We'll see. You don't know. They might be back together. I can't imagine Mia's too long for this world. No, I can't either. Elena Gilbert's just around the corner, I would imagine. When did that come out? I don't know. You always know years of stuff. I never know anything. That's the thing that's important to me. You know the names of everyone, every character from everything. Me? I do? Yeah. Like what? Natty well, I said like I said like French Connection, and you said Popeye O'Doyle. Oh, yeah, Popeye O'Doyle, of course. Hey, you ever got caught picking your feet in Poughkeepsie? And like, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's his name. But like, I couldn't have come up with that on the spot. Oh. Well, but I do remember that Holiday in Handcuffs was 2007. You did remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trudy and David, but she called him Nick. Mm-hmm. Did you remember that? I did. I did. Okay. All right. Okay. Gertrude was a real name. They called her Trudy. Rachel. Yes, it's my the pal. last time of 2021 wow. you will do this. Wow. We're going to be off through the new year, but we'll be back once the new year happens. Wow. Right? Yes. So, season eight, we're coming to a close on season eight. We've only got a few more episodes left. It's been a bumpy ride, but we've mostly managed to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But this episode, we're talking about episode uh, 816, Heart of Glass, on a scale of one to ten, the patented go-there scale that we love so much. How much do you think that this episode went there? I'm going to say a two. I don't think it goes there very much, but I don't think it's quite one territory. But I think they really do. Like the Peter Mia story, I could, it is meaningless to me. I could take or leave it. I, I am not that invested in their relationship. And so their breakup isn't that exciting to me either. Um, but I feel like the way that they deal with losing your virginity and the feelings that can come with that is very well done. And it's like, 
eat shows, even when you're in, like in a relationship that is, you know, as loving as it can be when you're a uh, immature child, <laughs> like that it could still be like a kind of traumatic experience, especially when society puts so much on that and like what it means when it shouldn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, it could be special, but it can also not be special and that's fine. It doesn't ruin anything for anyone. But we're taught, we're taught at a very early age too, that it's incredibly special. So Mm -hmm. like when I think when it happens younger, Mm -hmm. it's, it can be even more like, Oh my God, it was supposed to be this thing. Mm -hmm. I think as you get older, you sort of realize that doesn't really have to be that thing. Yeah. But when you're 14 years old, which mm-hmm. is what I'm assuming she is. She's a freshman, 14 mm-hmm. years old. It can be. I think so too. I think, I actually think it's done really well as really well as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, it doesn't really go there that much because I think it's kind of done in a supportive way. In a, in, yeah. In a it's a little in, subdued, I would say too. Yeah. Neither of them were ready to take that step. They thought they were. Mm-hmm. It was no one's fault. Everyone, they'll probably be fine ultimately once they think about it. I'm going to go three because you went two, but it's not like mm-hmm. a super go there episode. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Mm-mm. But a good one. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, Patrick. Yeah. We like to, you know, buy a big tub of glitter from Michael's and, you know, Ooh, put you. some put some of that like uh like a glue stick just rub it all over the clothes mm-hmm. of one of the characters in the show and right. then throw that tub of glitter at them to really make one of those characters shine the wow. one who kind of outshines everyone else and you know yeah. all that glitter really helps make it obvious who that person yeah. is so mm-hmm. if you had to choose one of the characters in episode 816 heart of glass by blondie um who who this would written be by blondie who would be the one that you would choose to put glue on and then throw a tub of glitter at? You also just took glue and glitter and threw it all over that intro. That was a great, uh, that was a great intro. You, thank you spiced thank you. it up and jazzed it up by going yeah. to Michael's and mm-hmm. throwing all that glitter on it. What mm-hmm. a great job. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I tried. Really blowing it out for the finale of 2021. I know. I know. I, I mean, say. sometimes I just, you know, fall back on my tried and true Mm-hmm. which is right but you know i sometimes i also want to start with something new i loved it i i phoned it in and you really went for it and it, and it made me look thank look you a fool. i'm sorry made no i still appreciate no, it no, no 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 it's fine you deserve it you deserve all the accolades in the world my friend you are a superstar no thank you um this is one of those episodes where i can't pick one over the other yeah because they're both so uh important to the other's story and they act as one, which is sim, which is interesting because that's kind of what happens when you fuck. It's true. You sort it's of true. like become one being because mm-hmm. you know you're attached. Your bodies are in mm-hmm. input in, inside, and so I'm saying I'm saying this is a t- <laughs> this is a tandem MVD. Well, you never do that. No, I don't usually. But again, they're 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 mm-hmm. he's inside of her. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Forty. Please keep years old. saying it to me. <laughs> Forty-one years old. This is fucking. Ter- I'm gonna get sued. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Johnny DeMarco and Ali Vitelli. Bandari. Bandari. Ali Vitelli is a real person. 
I think she's a newscaster. <laughs> Ali Bandari. Sounds Ali like ba- she sounds like a newscaster. I believe she, I think she is Ellie Vitelli. I think she's like out fucking MSNBC or something. Mm-hmm. I think you can't have one without the other in this. They're both they're both equally as important to the story. They both equally have stories to tell. Mm-hmm. And they come together in the end in a nice sort of uh, package. So I'm going. I'm ending the year with a dual champion uh, wow. on MVD, and wow. I'm picking Allie and Johnny Johnny DeMarco, wow. Allie Bandare. How about you, Rach? Who'd you go with? I didn't Claire. choose. <laughs> I thought that Claire was a great friend. Look at um, you loving Claire. See, I you know. love Claire. I mean, not like. The best friend, but I thought that she provided some much needed levity to Allie's traumatic uh, impulses. But for that sake, that's also why I chose Johnny DeMarco. Johnny DeMarco. Allie was like mad at him and then happy with him and then throwing herself at him and then unsure about what she just did and then like not talking to him. Women, am I right? (laughs) Her hormones are all over the place. I'm just kidding. That um, was a whereas I was like, actually, I felt like Johnny was like really good to her, even though he was, you know, they had rough times, you know, in the past couple of episodes. Now I'm wondering how much of that was partly due to Allie too. <laughs> um, but I thought he was such a sweet, sweet boyfriend in this mm-hmm. situation. And so that's why I ended up choosing him. Good for you. That's a great one. We've had the same one. I just had an extra person on mine. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm not a sexist. You know, I'm not a sexist. That's why I picked both it's of them. Because they're attached. <clears throat> they were, you know, he was inside of her. So they were, they, if they were going to walk, they'd be like one mm-hmm, beam. Mm-hmm. Well, pal, that's it for 2021. Can you believe it? We made it through another year. Another pandemic year. How long oh, my God. We've been not recording in the same room for 21 months. Remember the the joke about doing more episodes like this? <laughs> I mean, we might be there now, right? And not quite, I think, but we're getting there. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, it's been fun. Happy Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thanks, everyone who listens. And especially thanks to everyone who participates in conversations on Facebook or on Patreon. Yes. Or yes. on Instagram when we do post, which isn't often. Yes. We really appreciate it. And it makes it a really enjoyable experience to record this podcast. I agree. I agree. The we know discourse. we're just like, you know, you've, you've all gotten in on the joke with us and that makes it really fun for us. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. We're here for it. As the kids say, we are. So follow us on all those social media, sparkles, past 28 on Instagram, follow, follow the Facebook group, the broomheads and the dope monkeys. Uh, go to that Patreon New Year. You're going to get some money for the holidays. You want to send it our way? Help us keep the lights on. That'd be great. We'd appreciate patreon.com slash deep three E's. Um, we have a lot of fun over there. Um, we're going to drop our holiday and handcuffs episode mm-hmm. pretty soon. And uh, we'll be doing a, a meet and greet. I always say meet and greet. Why do I say that? <laughs> It's a fucking hangout. We hang out yeah. with the broomheads yeah, with our fucking hangout. friends. They're our friends. It's not a meet and greet, but I'm so like, <laughs> it's wrestling. It's yeah. fucking wrestling talk. Yeah, it is. A meet and greet. It's like embedded in your head. <laughs> it's a fucking, we hang out with our friends, our pals. And we do. And you could be one of them for $10 a month. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. 
You are all them anyway. We love you very much. We hope you have a great holiday season. Mm-hmm. We hope you get to watch a couple of good holiday movies by the time this drops Christmas Eve. So, Well, Broomheads, we love you. We're, we hope you have a great Christmas, a great holiday season all along. We hope you stay safe and healthy. So important. Stay safe and healthy. We do. Mm-hmm. And uh, get vaxxed and get boosted and get tested and the whole nine yards. You know. Not telling tales mm-hmm. out of school here. These are... These are reasonable people that listen to the show, I think. Yeah, and let's hope that 2022 is a better year. Maybe this year will be better than the last. And it's one more day up in the canyon. And it's one more night in Hollywood. Something about seeing the ocean. <laughs> Think, Think should. I should. Na 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 na. So we'll be back na, na, in January. Na 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 na. Yeah. Bye, broomheads and dope monkeys. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah.